You're listening to Eldorado KBTL 88.1 The Grizz, Eldorado, Kansas. Radio for Butler. Now I'm not a writer. Okay. Eldorado? Oh my goodness. Isn't that clever? Are we going to have a radio station? Yeah, we already have one. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Everyday Eldorado. I'm your host, Deanna Bond, and I'm here to share my perspective on the fine art of living well every day in El Dorado. On this week's episode, we hear from Butler County Community Development Director David Alfaro as he updates the county commissioners on the status of integrated plastic solution. When we talked before and the commission visited maybe a couple weeks ago, Mm -hmm. the thought was that maybe they had just abandoned the site. And so it looks like from your conversation that they haven't? Yeah, uh, since since that discussion, uh, yeah, uh, Commissioner Myers went out and saw an individual out there. I was out there the day before, which would have been a Monday. And I mean, it was just wide open. Literally, there were several abandoned cars. They had Visqueen over the windows. Uh, there was no activity whatsoever. Uh, it was just like it was had gone into a ghost town, you know, status and than they were out there that Tuesday morning. I have since been out there, and yes, I have seen activity. The junk vehicles, what I perceived were junk, have been removed. Uh, a lot of the material up front, all the big steel items, uh, presses and this and that, forklifts, uh, the majority of that has been removed. So, but uh, it's a work in progress. So, it while there has been some cleanup do you think that that ips is still there doing that cleanup and removal or just removal of their equipment for the new new location well, this this equipment that was outside is dilapidated i think they probably got it just for the price of the steel okay. so it's not anything within the operations that's either grinding it or doing any the plastic or doing anything of that nature so it's junk so i hear i know that they're a plastics recycle company but to me, it also sounds like they were recycling all kinds of materials as long as it was something they could turn around and resell at some point when they amassed enough of it for the weight to matter. It basically turned into that. Uh, yeah, this, the condition use permit was plastics recycling. Uh, it obviously shifted, uh, shifted gears and almost became just a salvage yard. It would take anything and everything to make a buck. So... The thought about the cease and desist, have, mm-hmm. has that been issued then? No. Legal counsel is, uh, I'm assuming, still in the process of drafting the documents that have submitted to district court. And so as part of it, because you guys are waiting to see what still, what what's the furthest you can kind of let it go before you? The order has been issued by the Board of County Commissioners. I think it lies in the lap of uh, legal counsel as to when he wants to basically file the order. I also had the opportunity to speak with Mr. Alfaro regarding the request he presented to the commissioners to return state money that was granted to the county to be used for microloans. Thank you.
The funds were generated from a, a uh, request to Kansas Department of Commerce back in 1998. They loaned us, or they provided us with the funds. The funds. I don't know what the original amount was. I wasn't here at the time. Uh, and then they have since grown with interest. Uh, and so now I, to be used for economic development purposes. And since it's been inactive, and this is a program that was statewide, and they've made the request statewide that if you haven't used it within the number of years, it needs to be returned. So now we will take this $88,000, almost eighty-nine, write him a check, put it in the mail, and mail it back. So do you know what the original reason for this grant fund was? Just to spur economic growth in the county. And you said it hasn't been used for several years? Number of years, yes. I've been doing economic development for the county since '06. We did use it two or three times because the amount of money that how the program is is drafted only allows up to fifteen thousand dollars, so it doesn't go a long way. So therefore, we've used this other set, the, uh, the Butler County Revolving Loan Fund, and or then this rail salvage that we talked. So is it maybe it's not used because it's not enough and there are other programs in place that would do a better job of funding these types of programs? Uh, no, there just has not been a lot of interest and or qualifying businesses. Okay. That's kind of the parameters right there of the microloan program. And so now this program is going away since the funds are going Correct. back to the state. Have they dismantled this program at the state level? You know, I honestly don't know about that. Uh, I think that they were seeing the fact that their dollars were dwindling. They needed to recapture the money that's not being used for their own operations, possibly. I don't really know. Um, but... They felt, I guess, maybe that if it was in their best interest for them to have the idle funds versus us as a county. 
So when you said if it hasn't been used for several years, is this, are they just asking uh, counties who have not utilized it in, in several years? And, and what was that year timeline, three years, five years to return it? And then everybody who's maybe still using it or have used it? They in the still last have access to their, to their program, that is correct, and utilizing state dollars. So if you would have a reason for these funds again, do you need to go through the process of reapplying at the state level? Anymore, and the reason for part of the problem with this entire program is that they've made it, there's so much red tape, so many hoops, a small business owner has to jump through, through public hearing processes and um, almost receiving state approval that it's become more cumbersome than it's actually even worse. Okay. And so therefore a lot of people just aren't using it. So then let's say someone hears about this because my immediately I think, why do we have funds going unutilized for economic development in Butler County when clearly just even looking a block over here mm -hmm. or so, we can see a lot of opportunities where these types of funds could be invested. So if we have someone who says, how, how does that happen? And then what program would replace that? We won't have a program to replace it. We do have a revolving loan fund that has some money in it. Mm -hmm. um, but I think it's important to understand too that the majority of our money is geared more towards manufacturing type purposes. This was a program that would help a small business owner, like a downtown retail shop. Um, I have had people contact me fully aware of this. Some of them would apply, some of them wouldn't. Uh, some of them didn't qualify. This is a, kind of like a loan of last resort, meaning you don't have to have perfect credit, but you still gotta bring something to the table. It's not a grant, it's a loan and uh, there are still some underlying factors that the committee may say, ah, we just can't do it. And it's not a decision that's made by me or staff. Uh, we have a committee that, of a couple gentlemen that volunteer to spend the time reviewing an application, uh, and then they make a recommendation. That recommendation, is, as far as this particular loan program goes, is the one that's gonna say we're gonna do it or we're not. Now then, if you get into the rail funds, or you're looking for possibly upwards of $100,000, the final decision rests upon the Board of County Commissioners, with a recommendation made by the volunteers that review the application and then submit that up sure. to them. But so. that wouldn't be something that's available maybe for small business owners. That's more, like you said, right. for manufacturing larger right. businesses. Correct. But, but again, we do have the revolving loan fund that... Uh, we have actually funded some small business. So there's a program that's here. Uh, but I think it's also important to understand that, you know, uh, again, all of them are low in the last resort. I know the communities, several communities in Butler County have their own agencies that have uh, funds to help support small business through, e uh, through the uh, Network Kansas programs e-community, um, Rada has a program, Augusta has a program, and Augusta has some revolving loan funds as well outside of that particular program. So, 
you know, it, it, um, you hate to see it go back. There's been no activity. It's tough for me to, I've been sitting on this for a long time. They've been actually started asking for about the last two or three years. I have just kind of brushed it aside, hoping that there would be something available or somebody that would come to ask, you know, but again, the activity's not there, so it's time for me to pony up and say, hey guys, <laughs> give me the green light to write the check. Right. So. No, I'm not a writer. Okay. So that's it for me here on Everyday El Dorado, but keep an eye out and an ear open for your source of information on the fine art of living well every day in El Dorado. Have a great day. No, I'm not a writer. Okay. Oh, Elder Radio? Oh my goodness, isn't that clever? Are we gonna have a radio station? Yeah, we already have one. You're listening to Elder Radio, KBTL, 88.1 The Grizz, Eldorado, Kansas. Radio for Butler.